Hello, Black Monday work listeners. Hello, hello, hello. I hope that all of you have been well and all of you are doing well and have been well since our last episode. I really hope that 2021 has been a great start off for you. It has been for me. I hope you all are, I hope 2021 is still treating you all well. We continue to get further into the year and we continue to try to just keep trucking along and and going about what's going on with our daily lives. I really, really hope that you guys have been having as good of a year that you've been taking care of yourself up on that self-care. It's here. It came by quickly. um, And unfortunately, it is leaving uh, just as quickly. The way that I wanted to celebrate this Black History Month would be to talk about uh, and celebrate the legacy of none other than Chadwick Boseman himself. May he rest in power. Yeah, this is not going to be a sad episode. This is truly a celebration of Chadwick Boseman's legacy and everything that he did for us on his uh, wonderful years on this planet and how we can continue to celebrate his legacy and how it will continue to live on, how he will continue to live on and continue to permeate throughout history. His legacy will continue to impact us. It'll continue to impact all his fans, new fans to come along, um, how people will continue to become a respecter of him, a respecter of his work, because Lord knows that Chadwick Boseman was truly about his work. He embodied every single film role on screen and off, and then how he continued to act with integrity and character even while he was battling cancer. So this is truly going to be an episode of really, me just giving the man his flowers as many of us continue to do the man was absolutely amazing (laughs) he was um truly a visionary and I don't believe that that vision stops just because he is no longer with us physically and interesting enough as I was watching interviews and um reading articles and really just kind of pouring through and doing my research this episode Of course, there's a part of you that becomes incredibly sad, and I did become sad, and I did shed some tears because it is a very harsh thing to realize. It's a very harsh thing to walk through, and it still feels unreal, but just watching his spirit radiate through the interviews, watching his spirit radiate through my screen, it feels like he's, it does feel like he's still here. It does feel like Chadwick Boseman's presence is still here. And, uh, you know, to begin with, I just wanted to include just a quick clip, just a quick snippet of um, an interview that Chadwick did with Trevor Noah. To me, it's one of the best interviews he's ever conducted. The way that he's speaking and the way that he holds himself and the way that he really discusses you know, things with Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah is an amazing interviewer. You know, shout out to Trevor Noah, also doing amazing things in the media space. It's really amazing to see these two geniuses kind of sit down and really discuss at the core and at the heart of what Black Panther meant. And listen in, and I'll be right back. Please welcome Chadwick Boseman. (laughs) 
I didn't expect you to do that. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the, what, do you, what do you mean you didn't expect oh, me to do man. that? Everywhere you go now for the rest of your life, you will be greeted like this. You are, you are not lying. You are the king of Wakanda, my friend. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Congratulations. Oh, wow. I've been a fan of yours for such a long time, and I've watched you go from film to film, and you've played some of the most iconic people on screen but there is something truly different and magical about this character. Could you feel it when you were making Black Panther? Uh, I, think, I think the whole cast, we knew how special this project could be. Um, we knew what the comic book was. We knew what the, you know, what the, what the whole idea of this technologically advanced nation uh, in, in, in Africa that, you know, essentially they're the oldest people on the planet. Right. That's that, that idea that 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 um it was a revolutionary one that we knew we could throw a lot of our passion into and we didn't know how people would receive it we didn't know um you know that it would be this sort of impact that right we knew uh that it would be important to see a black superhero um we knew that would be interesting we knew that you know once people saw what these women were that that would impact some people but you don't know if that's going to be a niche um, a group of people that love it, and you also don't know if it's going to, um, you know, if, if, if the studio is going to put everything they can into it. And right. I have to give Marvel credit f and Disney credit for, um, you know, throwing the book at it. Right. <laughs> Essentially, and, and, is what they and, did. And that's really what they did. I mean, like the marketing worldwide, uh, the way the story was presented, everyone on the cast, because what made the story special was. I don't know if it was just me. It feels like Black Panther's powers come not just from his suit, but from his people. From his tradition. From his tradition, yeah, from yeah. his tribe, from the, from the women around him. It was really special to see a situation where it didn't feel like anyone was a sidekick. It felt like everyone was part of a team. Was that something that, that, that you were focusing on in the way you treated your stars in yes, every scene? Absolutely. Um, I, I felt like in order for him to be a good king, you know, one of the good signs of, of someone who is wise is that, is that they disseminate responsibility. Right. Um, and I, so I, I felt that, you know, his father would have taught him, you know, use everybody's skills. Don't try to do everything. Right. Um, you, can't, you can't be everywhere at one time. So it was important for Denai to be as strong as she is. Uh -huh. It was important for Lupita to be as strong as she is. Um, and, and I felt like, um, you know, what we had as far as, you know, there's no real... I don't think there's a villain in this movie. I think you have two sides of the same coin. Right. The Kill, Killmonger story That's and an the T'Challa story. Yeah. Um, you know, we treated it that way. Michael and I kept ourselves separate and came together at certain points so that we could create this sort of tension on scene, but on, on in the scenes. But it was it was it was a collaboration, I think for everybody. That, that's an, that's an interesting together. idea that there was no there was no villain. It was two sides of a story. I mean, more than ever in America right now, people feel like, oh, there's a villain, there's no villain. There's, it feels like every story needs to have that, but that's what made Black Panther so complicated. And I won't give any spoilers away, but it felt like a story where you truly did not know how you felt. Mm -hmm. You just had to work on how you felt about what the, how the people were trying to do what they were trying to do. Well, it, it doesn't let anybody off the hook. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and that, I think that's that's the key thing is that I think when you, you everybody is the hero in their own story you know right. like <laughs> like you should be the hero in your own story you should be um, you know you, you, you should see yourself conquering 
um, you know, the dramatic action of whatever you're trying to do. So when you get to crisis, you know, you know how to deal with it. You right. should be able to do that. And th there are people that come in and help you with your story, but you have to be the person who, who deals with the conflicts that are in place. Nobody else can, there's no deus ex machina right. that's gonna come in and, and, and save it for you. Even if you pray to God, God expects you to do some things. So I think um, you have to be that here. So there's like this weird, there's been this weird dynamic. Uh -huh. You know, I don't know the oral tradition because I didn't grow up with it, you know, for, from, you know, if I, if I knew exactly where I came from growing up, I would have had an oral tradition from that place. Right. I, I never had that. So this movie, in a certain way, creates a story that we all share. And it's the first time that's, I feel like that's ever happened. Where I feel like where, yeah. where it's like, okay, that's our story. That's our story, too. And I think part of that is because um, you have these two um, characters who have this collision. Right. And they have to go through each other and find out about each other. Um, so even in fighting, there is a there is a sense of kinship among them, and I you know I think it, it's portrayed on on screen where people accept it. It's portrayed, it's uh, welcomed, it's uh, electric, and it's gonna make billion dollars plus. <laughs> so <laughs> congratulations! Yeah, it's so amazing having you on the show. Thank you for everything you've done. Every single time I watch that interview, I just I get chills up and down. You know, I get chills all over because. Again, it's just really phenomenal and amazing to hear Chadwick discuss things, talk about his craft, and talk about what it was like, you know, learning the dialect, wanting T'Challa to have a certain dialect, to have a certain connection, and even tying that back into his connection and his legacy with his own African roots, his own African ancestral roots. Chadwick had a ton of other accomplishments. Uh, he was so well-rounded in the industry, including him, himself being a writer and a director and a producer um, of his own film. And I think it just, again, is always amazing when you see an artist bring their vision to life and see how they are such a visionary. And you can just see that it is the embodiment of everything that they do. It's the embodiment of everything that they touch, they see, and they speak. And you just know that even though the words were written for him, that Chadwick was certainly just really bringing himself to the forefront, really bringing himself and all that he had to that character, uh, using the work that he did, using the preparation work that he knew how to do as an actor. I mean, I'll never forget <laughs> how excited I was to sit down and watch him play James Brown. I was introduced to Chadwick Boseman through my father, um, who took me to go see 42. And, you know, have been a fan of him ever since, getting to watch him as James Brown and watching how he changed his voice, his style, you know, his look. And even when there were visible signs of him being sick in terms of the significant weight loss and us seeing what his battle with cancer and how it was impacting his body physically, even when you look at him as Marshalls and then, you know, that wonderful uh, film, The Five Bloods, absolutely amazing film done by Spike Lee and then on to his final role in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. He still has such a grace and a way 
of moving his body. And you can still see that there's a strength there. You know, he did not look like a man that was going through such things, which is, again, why it was so heartbreaking when we had to wake up uh, or, or just hear the god-awful news that he had left us because in no way shape or form did Chadwick Boseman uh have anything in in terms of a uh of a, a sickness in terms of that's how his look in terms of how he looked his physicality was still strong and uh you can tell that he was certainly standing on a very firm foundation and I believe it was the foundation of his beliefs and his morals and everything that life had handed him up until that point that was helping you know his faith his spirituality helping him be able to accomplish that and helping him to be able to continue to push forward and go forward and you know even speaking to his speaking to his accomplishments and his roles in the five bloods you know there is this article out now about how spike lee basically spoke about the physicality and the moves and the scenes of everything that he had to do for that film and saying you know that of course like any other actor, you know, he's going to push, push, push. You know, you're going to push your actors forward. You're going to push for that body work and for that movement work. And, you know, of course, Spike Lee said, you know, if he had known that that Chadwick Boseman was battling cancer at that time, that he certainly would not have asked him to do that. But that wasn't what Chadwick Boseman wanted to be known as. He didn't want to be shorted or for lack of a better word or more so I think he just did not want to become defined by his sickness in any way shape or form Chadwick wanted to make sure that whenever he was dedicated to his work whatever he was doing to his job that he showed up and he showed up 10,000 percent and he was not going to let his battle with cancer um, stop him you know Spike Lee speaks about what it's like watching him now and watching Chadwick in that role and talking about there being like a form of an ethereal light and a, and a heavenly light that just is cascading over, uh, over Chadwick raining kind of down upon him and surrounding him and even his cast members discussing what it was like to work with him on set. Um, in addition to my Rainey's black bottom, you know, I don't, you know, if you haven't seen the film, definitely go. I mean, honestly, what other two prominent roles both characters on um opposite sides of the coin but also at the center of what it means to be in the in the depths of a struggle or in the depths of despair and what fighting and having a comeback what it means to hold on to all these things and have all these things in the midst of a battle and so in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom uh, essentially Chadwick has this Whew, incredibly moving monologue and when he in which he is just disdain for what happened during his upbringing and you know particularly what happened to his mother and how he felt hopeless and small and how he had to watch how his mother was essentially degraded and how his father and the you know disintegration of a family and what the pain essentially the pain the brutality and the unjustified brutality against black bodies that we as African Americans know and uh unfortunately are still seeing and experiencing today and so his cast members are just discussing and talking about being there with him in that moment and how Chadwick had become full like literally had to stop and and turn away from the camera and they thought in that moment that the director was going to stop and say cut and how 
the actor was, you know, essentially saying, you know, don't stop, tell me. Like, basically all four of them saying, we're locked into this with you now. We are locked into this moment with you right here together. And whatever it is that you need to con to continue this monologue and get through this scene. Now knowing that, having, like, after watched the film, when, when I went back and watched the clip, I was like, absolutely. And, and who knows what cut, you know, made it into the final director's point is, is that, when you see Chadwick make that turn to deliver the rest of that incredibly moving monologue, you can see that he's there. I mean, again, as I've been saying through this podcast, he himself has showed up to that character and he is, he is letting it all go. You know, one could theorize that I'm sure his work was always cathartic for him, but considering that was kind of like within the few moments, um, within like Chadwick Boseman's last few moments, you know, one could assume that that was cathartic for him to anything that he had been harboring inside, even for the fact that he was sick and, and only letting it to his family and not sharing it with anybody else and carrying the weight of that and the hardships of that news and still having to show up to work and perform and, and basically just show up every day in your life. One would assume that that was incredibly cathartic for him to be able to let that out and to be able to let that out of his body um, and really just release it and release the pain and rage that, you know, God forbid, if you ever walk through this, um, you know, what that feels like, just, just letting that release, letting that release happen. It's just incredibly moving to see and hear everything that all of these amazing antidotes and stories um, that are coming out about Chadwick Boseman now, not on, but again, not only about his work and who he was as an actor, but also in regards to who he was as a person. So not too long after um, his passing, the actress Sienna Miller, who was in 21 Bridges with him, also took to her platform to make the story known about how Chadwick essentially took a pay cut in that film to ensure that Sienna Miller got paid essentially what it was that she was asking for. And we know about the fight for equality uh, for women in the workplace, as well as, you know, our rights um, and everything else. Um, but especially in Hollywood and in media and in big industries, um, we're all aware of the essentially very unequal uh, pay rates that take place in, in, in these big deal industries. And so, just even that, like, but that's who Chadwick was as a person, you know, seeing how he showed up for his other co-workers seeing him support Brie Larson when Captain Marvel first came out and just how he cheered on her and how he was a, a rally for women in general and was a rally for women causes in general and standing beside us and truly respecting us. Uh, how he glowingly talked about Danae Guerrera and her portrayal of Oikoye and Black Panther and again the strength of a black woman and the strength of women and what that means and why it's important and how it is it, how it was equal to Black Panther's character and how they really stood side by side and how he needed her in order to you know how he needed her as as King T'Challa to continue to be a visionary king I do appreciate her coming out and 
posting this story about him because as she said she just wanted to give a testament to his character she wanted to give a testament to who Chadwick Boseman was as a person and his character and you know she even knows that it was the most astounding thing that I've experienced because it doesn't happen and you know she said that Chadwick Boseman said to her you're going to get paid what you deserve and what you're worth um you know and so <laughs> Just, just, I'm just an all-around amazing human being. He was truly. I mean, I don't think that, you know. And no, nobody's perfect, but I don't think there's much else to say when it comes to Chadwick Boseman other than he really did try to be the best person that he could possibly be. You can also tell that Chadwick had a bit of a funny bone. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like he had such an amazing sense of humor. Comedy just seemed to kind of really roll off of him. Uh, very lighthearted, very easygoing guy. And so that's why I've also wanted to include another quick clip. Um, just a really lighthearted, uh, funny, um, and something for us to continue to celebrate and laugh with him. So check this out, and I'll be right back. That gonna get me like that. Oh, oh my god! I saw it. I literally he was, he was trying to bite my hand. Can't you lizards? <laughs> can't you snakes? I'm like, this is fear. I'm cheating. I'm cheating. Don't look. Don't look. Don't look. Don't look. Oh, don't it's look. a frog! <laughs> I can't, guys. I'm bad at this game. You know, give me a spear. I feel like I can't tell the difference between things that are alive and dead. <laughs> <laughs> really just an amazing person to listen to, taking everything in good stride and good measure. And there's just so much that, honestly, I know I've learned from Chadwick Boseman, and I feel like that we can continue um, to learn from him. And it's and I think it goes, but I think it goes beyond acting. Oh, he's an actor, so that's why he was there. Of course, so a, just because they're an actor or just because he was an actor, that means that he's automatically going to be able to switch up. No, absolutely. Yes, that comes with a job, but it still takes somebody that is incredibly talented, dedicated, and has the skill and eye and art for it to truly embody a character. You know, and things stop you, you know, not letting the setbacks, not letting the disappointments and the failures, you know, set you back. There's a, a his one of his famous graduation speeches when he was celebrating the grads at Howard and he speaks about what that meant in the beginning stages of him being an actor of not just taking any role and truly, truly sticking, not necessarily sticking to his guns, but just sticking to his beliefs about black representation in Hollywood, not playing into the stereotypes just because it's a check, getting into that producer's room, getting into the producer circles and in the writer's room and ensuring that there was an accurate representation of black bodies, um, ensuring that Hollywood was diverse and ensuring that Hollywood was as inclusive as it could um, for marginalized communities. I mean, just, just essentially, how to be a warrior. I was looking at a comment and somebody was commenting and saying he, he wasn't Black Panther, like Black Panther was him. You don't just want to boil down somebody's entire persona and who they were down to a character or pinpoint them down to a famous character. But 
what I will say is in addition with that is agreeing with that is that everything that T'Challa embodies as a character being a king and what it means to be king and what it means to be a good man and stand for your country and stand for your kingdom and your family and and being a good brother and you know, his wife has come out and spoken about what a phenomenal husband he was to her and a phenomenal partner and how he came alongside her and her own endeavors so again guys so much I mean I can continue to go on on and on <laughs> as I kind of already have but I just really 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 wanted to as as the rest of us fans just really want to continue to celebrate Chadwick Boseman. And as I said, just because he's physically not with us, it does not mean that he's not here. He really is immortalized to me in a way. Chadwick Boseman will always be a constant, always. So yes, Black Monday listeners, I really, really hope you all enjoyed this episode. I hope you learned some things about Chadwick Boseman. Um, I hope you have some things to continue to take with you. I know I certainly feel empowered after listening to him speak and after seeing who he was as a person and certainly feel inspired to, to take um, his notes of wisdom and his strength and his character and his integrity, his humor, um, just who he all around was as a person and, and continue to take strides and go forward in my own life. And I'll talk to you guys later. God says in Jeremiah, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Graduating class, hear me well on this day. When you hit this day, when you have reached the hilltop and you are deciding on, on next jobs, next steps, careers, further education, you would rather find purpose than a job or a career. Purpose crosses disciplines. Purpose is an essential element of you. It is the reason you are on the planet at this particular time in history. Your very existence is wrapped up in the things you are here to fulfill. Whatever you choose for a career path, remember the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. When I dare to challenge the system that would relegate us to victims and stereotypes with no clear historical backgrounds, no hopes or talents, when I questioned that method of portrayal, a different path opened up for me. The path to my destiny. When God has something for you, it doesn't matter who stands against it. God will move someone that's holding you back away from a door and put someone there who will open it for you. If it's meant for you, I don't know what your future is, but if you're willing to take the harder way, the more complicated one, the one with more failures at first than successes, the one that has ultimately proven to have more meaning, more victory, more glory, then you will not regret it. Now, this is your time. <laughs> the light of new realization shines on you today. Howard's legacy is not wrapped up in the money that you will make, but the challenges 
that you choose to confront. As you commit to your past, press on with pride and press on with purpose. God bless you. I love you, Howard. Howard forever.